Empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless. Well, one, two, three. Well, mumble podcast. Kateta, hello. Yep, that's me. Yeah. Uh huh. Present. <laughs> uh huh. Nice. Yes. And uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I I I didn't prepare anything to start our podcast with. Uh, just uh, you know, I hope our listeners are okay. I hope you're all okay. And uh, how are you doing? Hope we're, you're okay, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing well. Uh, having like you know, uh, two cups of tea, green tea with mint. Yeah, and it's it's the perfect weather to you know to sit down and have a cup of tea. Exactly. Uh, you know, um, just let me ask you. Um, back my talking about my hometown, the Republic of Durban, and uh, we've got that tradition to. Um, you know, to get together in, in, in evenings and having just a cup of tea or something, uh-huh. uh, some snacks, you know. And, but the idea is to make it outside. We've got this, like, uh, kind of um, patio, you know, but right. uh, backyard, uh-huh. front yard. Okay, so yeah. it's like a tent? Like yep, a, it is, right. it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the idea is just, you know, you, you, there is a huge, not huge, but quite big uh, table, and people sit at this table, or your relatives, you know, because mostly, I think you know that, uh, families are quite extended there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh-huh. you've got yeah. a lot of relatives, you know, around, and uh, and in, in the evening, you know, in evenings, they get together and share stuff like, you know, what they've been doing that day. And it's so, like, um, atmospheric. And I wonder if you've got something like that. Yeah, well, um, I guess, first of all, yeah, we... I guess we have, um, you know, on the one hand, I guess we have a similar tradition, although it's not really connected to tea drinking. Mm-hmm. And um, we usually make a kind of, so we we gather, yeah, as a family on a straw mat. Yeah. Wow. So no tent, no table, just outside on a, on a mat, yeah, made okay. out of straw. We all sit down and, um, yeah, and eat and talk and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And then on the other hand... Um, Zambia is, you know, funny enough, quite a tea-drinking country. Mm-hmm. Although it's, yeah, it's, it's not really a part of the traditional culture. I think it's something that we inherited from our colonial, um, mm-hmm. from colonial England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, yeah, tea, we kind of got tea drinking from the from the British. Yeah, it is. It is. It's great that. Uh, and you personally, I don't know. I think I, I haven't asked you that. Are you uh, a fan of coffee or tea? I'm more of a tea guy. At the more end of the day, guy. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I've really, I've, um, you know, I've really been into coffee, you know, for the past couple of months, especially, yeah. Wow. But in um, winter time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think winter <sighs> kind of got me into. I think, you know, I, I think it's more about the atmosphere of being inside a cafe, yeah, rather than actually. I mean, the coffee, the coffee is one aspect, but I guess it's, um, you know, there's something about the, there's something about the, um, you know, just the environment, the atmosphere. Um, about, you know, in a cafe, you know, that just, um, yeah, I like being inside cafes. But, you know, as you said about cafes, yeah, at least here in our town, uh, coffee shops uh, are extremely kind of, you know, popular and they're well, they're so developed comparing to tea shops. I even haven't heard about tea shops, you know, where I <laughs> Is can, there even such a thing? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, people tend to, and they, they've got used to associating uh, coffee with uh, shops like you know uh, 
where they can go and have fun and co-working and stuff, work there. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not really even, it's it's not even, it doesn't really have much to do with the actual coffee yeah. itself, you know. It's more about atmosphere. Exactly, more about the atmosphere, and we've created positive associations with coffee shops, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that's why we should have tea shops. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. so um, yeah. today you'd like to talk about masculinity. All oh, right, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. When you texted me that topic. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And I, but, okay, what made you so curious about that? Right, well. And what do you, cons- like, what do you mean by saying being masculine? I, yeah, I see that's kind of a role of a man in society today, and it's been, I think, both, uh, like, male and female roles are being changed, right? And uh, but as for men, or as for being masculine in the society, yeah. I was, um, I was. If, uh, do you? I'm. You're probably familiar with the actor, um, Tim, Tim, Timothy. He's Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet. Uh yes, I think I know. I know. Yep, I'm familiar. And he, yeah, uh huh. He's the, and I think what what got me started, um, you know, thinking about this topic. Oh yeah, this is uh, um, he was a main character of uh, the movie. Exactly, which... the Dune. He's the Dune yeah, guy. Yeah, that Dune guy. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was the main character in Dune. Yeah, and yeah, I um, I kind of I read an article about about how Timothy Chalamet is, you know, he's quote unquote the new face of the new face of masculinity. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, why is he... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, those were the kinds of questions I had going into the article. Like, oh, why him, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, it seems like, um, you know, he's the kind of person who... Um, well, first, first of all, he's like... He seems more secure. Mm-hmm. I guess... He, he seems he's I guess he's somebody that seems more secure with his masculinity and um doesn't feel the need to express a certain amount of machismo, you know. Uh, which machismo could you please bring me up to speak what it like Ah well just um you know being being ma- alpha being alpha, being uh-huh. modern, yeah, being I see. macho and so on and I so see. forth. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. machismo, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, and I guess, you know, uh like uh you know, the ideal man, I guess, in modern-day popular culture is somebody, I guess, is a man who's um, somewhat effeminate and not necessary, and not really ashamed of it, I guess, yeah. And I, uh, you know, I just found that interesting. And okay. then I started to remember, you know, what I considered manly or masculine or whatever when I was a child, yeah, and what kinds of portrayals of men or you know, hyper-masculine men, uh, you, you know, were present, you know, just in the culture generally when I was growing up, yeah. And who was it? Well, um, well, obviously, you know, your typical set of action movie stars, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, um, I used to watch a lot of pro wrestling, yeah. Wow. Like, um, well, not necessarily, I mean, not, re- not real wrestling, but like WWE wrestling, yeah. Okay. You know, guys like The Undertaker, Triple H, no, and, I, and so I've on. never... Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, again, first of all, uh, I've never been interested in wrestling, any kind of. And <laughs> I remember 
seeing that for the first time and like again you know it goes with your first experience if you like it or not and then you go along with it and I remember I was like what are they just uh, pretending to be fighting you know like because I don't know maybe it's about by my kind of background that uh, I I was growing I was growing the area where you can't pretend to be fighting. You either fight or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why it was like a, a kind of dissonance, you know, if I can say so. Like, yeah, I see. Yeah. Uh, that's why, you know, I couldn't just explain that point, how you can be pretending to be fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was more like, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was more like entertainment. Yeah. It was meant to be treated like, a, you know, like you would treat a series, for example. Okay. Yeah. It was like this ongoing soap opera okay. that had, you know, elements of fighting in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, really, it's interesting. And I agree that, uh, again, this role of, uh, of being like male and masculine is being changed, as I said. Uh, and I think because our society, correct me if I'm wrong, that our society is getting more and more tolerant. That's why we tend to... We, we, we are like... Um, we are more... Like uh, you know, we 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 are more interested maybe in in having such characters representing masculinity and so on, rather than just in this harsh man you know who is like you said with uh, full of machismo, and uh, like it used to be before you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. I mean, yeah, and I mean the way it's. I mean, it's connected to our. It's connected to modern day attitudes towards gender and as well and um and that kind of thing I mean you know as long as we're still on the podcast, I mean uh-huh. we might as well tackle the the big issue like uh you know what do you think about just you know modern conceptions of gender so do you um do you think that we do you think that there is it's still relevant to talk about a gender binary, like um, male and female, or do we all exist on some kind of spectrum? Oh, I think, no, I'm, I, I, I would go the first idea mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we've got these uh, you know, quite separate um, mm-hmm. forms, male and female. Mm-hmm. I might sound quite, I don't know... Uh, <laughs> yeah, traditionalist. Traditional, or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Con- uh, this uh, uh, conservative person, mm-hmm. but I do believe that. Again, because it's, uh, you know, we've got this, it's a mother nature. And, uh, you know... Yeah, it's biologically determined. Sure, sure, it's biologically determined thing. That's why we... Uh, because as for, again, that's my opinion, that as for other, this spectrum were like... Again, correct me, maybe I uh, didn't get your questions properly. I mean, um, when, uh, like, male thinks, oh, like, being, being born... Uh, male, right? You feel like, oh, not I'm not male. Like I'm, I'm rather female. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's one. Um, yeah, it's about that spectrum. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything about that. It's you know, it's a matter of your choice. It's uh, you know, it should be respectful. And uh, and uh, what I want to say that, you know, I, I remember discussing that with my friends, and we came to conclusion it's a kind of uh, the first world problems. Like when you everything is fine in your life, you've got you know, kind of well paid job. You've got a lot of, uh, I don't know, you've got your hobby. You, 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 you know, everything is fine just in general. And then you need to find something that triggers you. 
and you like you end up talking and thinking about that your kind of your feeling. Yeah. Again, uh, I might sound <laughs> quite quite harsh and like a necklace, you know, in the, like a redneck. Excuse me, please, for that. Just opinion. Well, and it's uh, it's kind of interesting how uh, sometimes you know we well I. I mean, obviously, somebody who's um, involved in science, right? Uh, you know, I, I'm always, I've, I've become accustomed to looking to science for, you know, quote unquote, the truth, right? Okay. But it's amazing how, how much science, and you know, the manner in which scientific study is conducted, is influenced by, you know, something greater. Yeah, by the greater social picture. So, for example. You know, not even not even so long ago, like um, even if you go back to 20 years ago, for instance, there was um, there was a psychological pathology that we called gender dysphoria. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. It was. It's basically if you um, you felt unsure about your biological gender. Yeah. Like if you were assigned at birth, for example, male or female, but later in life you started to feel you started to feel isolated from that assigned gender, yeah. Then, you know, in the past you would be diagnosed with gender dysphoria, mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's it's kind of taboo to talk about gender dysphoria, actually. Now, if you feel like you were born in the wrong body, um, well, then you're a transgender person, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's as simple as that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can already start to take the necessary steps towards. Um, yeah, towards you know correcting your physicality to match mm -hmm. your your um your identity. Yeah, and so yeah, it's just you know whether something is like a mental illness or like uh you know something normal. It almost it's almost seems like it depends on you know just how we see things as a society. How know? we perceive. Yeah, like how we perceive things as a, like a something that was considered a sickness. Yeah. Okay. Could just as easily, yeah, in the next ten years, become you know something completely normal. Yeah, distinctive feature. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, you know, it's just uh, yeah, and the other way around also. Something, mm, for example, in the past we would call somebody lazy. For example, like mm -hmm. oh, you're just, you know, this person's just lazy. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know if it's you could attribute it to. Um, Increased knowledge, you know, in the field of psychology or whatever. Now you could diagnose somebody with, oh, this person has like attention uh, deficit disorder or something like that. Yeah, has ADHD, and it's mm -hmm. like, ah, yeah, like that's that's kind of interesting. Like, yeah, and what um, you know, what leads to these to these changes in in perspective? Yeah. Wow, in this case, yeah, I got you, and I agree. You know, really, M maybe because uh, at the beginning, uh, whenever we Again, right? We are human beings, and mm -hmm. we are we are naturally quite um, like hostile creatures. I mean, whenever we deal with something new, with uh, you know something physically new yeah. or like something abstractly new, mm -hmm. we first of all we try to beat that, right? Yeah, you know, physically mm -hmm. or again with our arguments, like oh, that's a, that's a, just a bullshit or mm -hmm. yeah. or by bullying for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then step by step, whether we like it or not, as we are kind of evolving, you know, it's, it's just this process is endless. Uh, we step by step get used to that idea and uh, of like uh, being 
kind of lazy. It's not actually being lazy. It's uh, there might be something yeah, that yeah. causes that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing that you know. And yeah, it's really interesting what may happen. What how we will consider these? Uh, I don't know these uh, things like uh, you know gender issues. Yeah. In I don't know twenty, thirty, fifty years time. Exactly. Yeah. And you know how we're going to consider these things, and also what is what's driving these changes in in <laughs> yeah you know. What's actually driving the, um, what's driving these changes in perception, in perspective? And I mean, we'd like to believe that, oh, it's just the accumulation of knowledge. Yeah, mm -hmm. we know more things than our ancestors did. Mm -hmm. So naturally, um, we apply that knowledge and we come to new conclusions. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure of that. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's something else, some other mysterious, uh, some other mysterious force. Yeah. Wow. That, do you think it's I'm really trying to wrap my head around? Do you think it's really full of like a like a smoke and mirrors? You know, like <laughs> you know things like um, you you can't explain you know, by words. It's something that you just have to grasp and you know like put up with it, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, like as you said, there's a you know people can explain it like this. Um, collection of knowledge that we've managed to to uh, accumulate over over you know hundred years, but you know again uh, as you said it's it's I'm not so kind of you know mm, sure about yeah that. I'm not um, I'm not too convinced about mm -hmm. that yeah mm -hmm. uh huh I think there's some other but what undescribable mysterious force that's behind. Um, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It's it's my current intellectual quest, like to kind of get um you know get to the bottom of the uh get to. I think um you know there was this philosopher by the name by the name of Hegel. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he he often talked about. He has a book called The Phenomenology of the Spirit. Yeah, wow. and um you know in German Geist. Yeah, and he. You know, his idea that was that there was this Geist, yeah. Or, okay. And, you know, Geist is a very interesting German word because it can be spirit, but in the same, at the same time it could mean mind, it could mean, um, you know, cognition of some kind, yeah. It could mean lots of different things, yeah. And, um, you know, his suggestion was that there's this kind of, there's a spirit that's secretly controlling, um, or rather, like, it's kind of, it's guiding, it's guiding the um, the movement of our of our collective thought. Yeah. And mm -hmm. So in one century we think this, and then another idea comes into conflict with it, and then some new idea comes yeah. out of it, and then this process just continues and continues. Yeah. Until, yeah. And but don't you think it's excuse me? Don't yeah. you think it's just it is just a pure evolution? You know, you just. Uh, Again, through just the clashing, right? Mm -hmm. Ideas, so when and over you come to the truth. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. That's... But so, and that's a great point. So, evolution towards what? Yeah, like towards like uh, again. You know, uh, recently again, I just uh, you know, like you might consider me as a crazy, but like I I uh, I try to compare, not even compare, but yeah, let's say compare two things. Um. I, you know, think of a child who's born, right, who's yeah. just, who's been just born, and uh, you know, in, like looking at this, uh, just that, you know, infant, you know, this child, right? Yeah. 
it can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's absolutely useless, right? As a creature. And then step by step, it you know like uh, you know discovers and uh, discovers the world and gets more and more capable of different things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First, uh, speaking, then uh, no, like walking. No, first walk. Firstly, it's uh, about uh, mm, remind me that remind me this crawling, crawling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. crawling. Then walking, then speaking, then. I don't know, doing and step by step, you know. And in the end of the day, like this person gets older, becomes like a fulfilled member of a society, and you know, and makes something, right? Something kind of make can make a sort of a breakthrough, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But nevertheless, this person has uh, the end of his life, and I mm-hmm. think this is the same. And on a kind of in a kind of large scale, yeah, yeah, you uh-huh. know, we've got the same. Like our world is like uh, we, I don't know where like we some are. Some kind of organism that's growing. Yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. but yeah. to be honest, I don't know where we at now. We are <laughs> yeah, where yeah. we are currently at. I mean, whether we are just uh, crawling or maybe walking <laughs> or maybe you know, I don't know that. But at the same, yeah, I believe that this uh, evolution, this process, is kind of growing, and we right, get uh-huh. more tolerant. So you believe in progress? Like we yeah. are making progress. Yeah, it's we, not like just. Like moving, um, like not forward, not backward, just moving, and it's, yeah. it's all just like you, 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 you believe that we actually are making some kind of progress. It is, yeah, yeah. I do believe, and and, uh, and you know that's a that's a really um, that's a really huge point because progress seems to suggest that um, there's a point of finality. Like mm-hmm. you can't keep. I mean, progress. Um, I mean, if you're if if you're not making progress, you're just moving, right? Yeah. Then you can move for eternity, yeah. But if you're making progress, then that already implies some kind of end result, yeah, some kind of perfection, some mm-hmm. kind of idealization, yeah. And do you think if the human race keeps getting better and better, because that's what progress implies, mm-hmm. does that mean we'll become like a, some kind of perfect race? Like we'll achieve the um, the ideal human state, or or something like that. But again, we even we may not. Uh, again, no, like mm-hmm. uh, being a human being doesn't mean that you have to be perfect, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you just uh, you just grow. It's uh, this ah, is yeah, just yeah, a yeah. process. Mm-hmm, Whether mm-hmm. you like it or not, you may just even I don't know uh, sit on a chair and but nevertheless you will keep growing. Yeah, yeah. And but it depends on you whether you will kind of contribute contribute to this growing, you will do something to mm-hmm. make it maybe faster, you know, and the, you know, pick up new skills and, yeah. and like and use them in your own in your own fever or just uh, you know, just the wait because this process, I mean, uh, evolution, it's a it's a process and they be like and it's been it's been uh, going for for for, you know, for for, for centuries, right? For e- like uh, as long as uh, I don't know, human being remember. Uh, can I say so? It remembers themselves. Like, I mean, as uh, like, oh, I, I'm I'm a little bit <laughs> puzzled. Let's. Let, I want to say that uh, it, this process has been around for forever. Yeah, you can, I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Since time, since time in memorial. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. since time of memorial. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, and the, again, uh, before, if we compare our ancestors, right, they used to consider things like, um, uh, I don't know, the internet, right? They mm-hmm. Didn't didn't have the internet, but they then we created that, uh, and uh, today we've got it. And again, along with that, we've got some we've got a lot of uh, useless things uh, there on the internet. But and along with that, you can uh, thanks to uh-huh. the internet grow. So, so the but the invention of the internet 
you would consider generally a step forward. Sure, sure, it is. It's something that uh, where it's you know it, the internet and technology and like mobile fo mobile phones, uh -huh. computer and stuff. It to my mind again, it goes without saying that it it is uh, today uh, this um, representative maybe of our time of modern time. You know. Like, yeah. Uh huh. Well, what do you? But what what would you say? Um, what would you say to people who um, who who have who are more who are inclined to be more nostalgic, like um, people who consider the past to be um, to have been better somewhat oh, in I've terms of. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, yeah in terms uh -huh. of. In terms of. In terms of. Um, yeah, and you know there are lots of arguments like um, you know the food we used to eat was better. It didn't have all. It didn't have. Um, Everything they ate was natural, blah blah blah, and um, yeah, you didn't have, um, you know, the internet is just, you know, is doing nothing but isolating people. Back in the day, kids would go outside and play real games, blah blah blah. Yeah, and I see. Yeah, you know, you've got lots of people who genuinely think that the past was better, and uh, in a way, um, we've actually we've lost the plot and started to degenerate somewhat. Well, I've got, uh, I think, uh, kind of, you know, great argument towards that. Mm -hmm. Again, if as we've taken this uh, comparison, uh, like a through line, I mean, where a child grows and they like, uh, you know, as well as our uh, humanity grows yeah. uh, in terms of uh, evolution. So, yeah, there are a lot of uh, peers and uh, people in like at the same age as I am. Um, you know, nostalgic about their past, like, oh, when I was a teenager, it was an amazing time, yeah, I yeah, had a yeah. lot of time, I, I, I was, like, uh, carefree, and I could do whatever I wanted, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So those, those people reject, you know, accepting reality, in my mind, in my mm -hmm, opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, accept, uh, they reject accepting reality and the things that, they, 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 that they've, uh, like, ended up, you know, having and uh, dealing with. That's why... Um, nostalgia, it, it might be a good thing, but it's a, uh, totally like useless. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I think uh, I actually, yeah, I, I don't, I, I actually don't, I don't really even like to reminisce about the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, um, I, yeah, I find it a completely, I think it's a completely useless exploit. And it's something that, yeah, it just makes me, um, well, it doesn't bring any benefit whatsoever. Yeah, it's something I try to avoid doing. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes, yeah, it's like again, it's uh, something you know. You've got this collection of uh, I don't know, posters of your favorite footballers, and sometimes, like yeah, I don't yeah. know, once a year, you may look at them and yeah, have yeah, some yeah. nostalgia, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not mm -hmm. every day because it's weird. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. right? yeah. Uh, and the same goes for you know evolution and those people who say that, oh, uh, you know, it, our life was better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this kind of wet blanket stuff, you know, <laughs> like, uh, oh, y again, we used to, our parents mm -hmm. used to live in USSR and uh, the Soviet Union times, and the, the, it's like their kind of mantra, you know. They keep saying like, oh, you know, back those days it was amazing, uh, everything was affordable and cheap and blah, 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 but... But the life was different, you know, uh, people, yeah, I'm not saying that that time, those days were kind of worse than these ones. No, that time was amazing and this one. So um, the, the thing what I want to get across is that regardless where you, where you live and where you were born, right, your time is, is that 
that best suits you right now, you know? Like you mean, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah like, and every period has got its own challenges, has got yeah, its own challenges, has got its own benefits and challenges, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they should be looked at um, like according to their own merits, yeah. And we shouldn't have like rose-colored glasses, you know, with regards to any, sure. yeah, any period in history, yeah. It is. But what do you think, I wonder? Uh, if you really kind of think that um, evolution, not even evolution, this, this nostalgia and stuff is something that people reject accepting it's it's just mm -hmm. their kind of um you know these uh kind of the protection you know this yeah, act yeah. Of uh -huh. protection. i yeah i i agree with you on almost everything yeah except um that's why i pressed you so much on the idea of progress yeah mm -hmm. i i wanted to get your yeah i wanted to confirm your statement about progress and that's the only thing that i'm for some reason um not willing to accept yeah for whatever reason and um in a way, it's kind of inher inherent in what you said as well, in that, you know, there are things about that time that were great, and there were some things that sucked about that time as well, and same with this time, and so, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't really, it doesn't seem like progress to me, it just seems like, um, like change, yeah. Progress is a word that, um, like, you know, I'm making progress, means I'm getting better, yeah. Whereas um, the progression of human history, um, is it really the story of, um, of humanity getting better and better? Or is it the story of humanity just going through various changes, just changing, trans trans just transforming into something new? Um, not, not, necess not necessarily, not fundamentally better or worse than the previous state. But hold on, again, as for getting better, so... Uh... Um, don't you agree with me that we are literally getting better? I don't know, man. Yeah. You like know, I, again, we've got uh -huh. this example. Uh, let's refer to violence. So back these uh, medieval times, people were way more violent. You know, they and they didn't even appreciate any lives. Like it was quite easy just to kill a child, and uh, there were a lot of wars. You know, even just uh, you know a century ago, there were two wars. But today, people are they think twice, even though again. Uh, we are living particularly now in the quite uh, like on the age of this, but anyway, uh, people think twice. Yeah, and you know the funny thing about that is that, yeah, so we live in a time when, uh, you know, people are not so, not as violent as they used to be, people think twice, but don't you find it funny that the, the deadliest wars in human history came not in the 10th century, not in the 15th, but... Um, just, a century ago. Yeah, like just like literally, just like like um, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, in like term of history. Yeah, like yeah, as far as yeah, the grand scheme of history is concerned, like just yesterday. Yeah, and the day before. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> yeah, you know that's. Uh, <laughs> that's but why do you think this is the sort of a, the worst? Uh, you know, I think uh, talking about wars that took but place. But in terms of pure body count, they're uh -huh, they're uh -huh. undoubtedly the worst. Yeah, kill count. They're the worst by far, yeah. Uh -huh. And they're the only two wars that incorporated the whole, you know, that um, changed, basically changed the economic and social structure of the entire world, yeah. Uh -huh. They're the only two world wars we've ever had uh -huh. in our entire history, yeah. Wow. The bloodiest wars ever came, yeah, in the 20th century, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if we've, I, I don't even, you know, considering that, I don't even know if we've really become less violent or we 
we kind of store up violence uh -huh. or violent impulses until they burst into something huge and catastrophic, like, like a world war, you know? Uh -huh. So I, I wouldn't trust humanity just yet, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'll just wait and see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, now you, you know, really you've made me think that because I've never considered that on that perspective. I mean, that uh, really just, you know, like on a large scale and in terms of history, it, it's like it was just yesterday or the day before. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh -huh. I'm, I'm constantly, yeah, I'm constantly thinking about this stuff. Like, um, here's another thing, here's a, a, another, you know, piece of food for thought. Okay. So it's like, um, I'm always thinking about how, Again, you know, going going back to this mysterious force that um, you know guides the you know the changes in you know in human perspectives on things. So, for example, the idea of slavery, right? Okay. Right now is a you know it's an absolutely abhorrent idea, right? Yeah. Like a, it's a horrendous thing to even think about. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, like you know, not more than three hundred years ago, yeah, and you know, and before that. You know, slavery was actually something that made sense. Yeah, like yeah. it made sense from an economic perspective. It made sense, you know, like you could own another, if you could own um, some kind of item, some kind of commodity, then uh, why wouldn't that extend to human beings? Yeah, and so it seemed like a perfectly normal thing back then. Now it's absolutely disgusting and abhorrent. Yeah, and one thought experiment that I, that that I like to um, that I like to run is. Okay, so what do you think we're doing now that 500 years from now will be looked at as, um, you know, disgusting or <laughs> completely yeah, uh. abhorrent, intolerable? Yeah, and it's a difficult thing. It takes a certain kind of foresight to be able to see that, yeah, because, um, you know, just like the slave owners at the time, you know, um, found what they were doing, yeah, found what they were doing perfectly logical, perfectly understandable, we probably see everything we're doing now as perfectly fine, normal. And, you know, one thing I'm seeing emerge is, um, you know, funny enough, vegetarianism. Okay. I think that 500, probably 500 years from now, humanity is probably going to stop eating oh, meat yeah. altogether. And yeah. those, yeah, and they will consider us like... Uh, like savages, yeah. yeah. Like they'll look at, you know, teachers will be telling students like, yeah, they... Uh, they used to eat meat back in the 21st century and it's like like they won't even be able to process it like it'll seem like a joke like how could like how could humanity yeah have been at a certain stage where it was eating meat yeah you know and yeah, I, I see that as being one possible thing. Yeah, and I can imagine, you know, these uh, tribes on the world where journalists, you know, would like to go to, and it's like, oh, look at them. They keep eating, you know, chicken and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, something yeah. like, uh, <laughs> wow, it's kind of cute, you know, yeah, really yeah, yeah, brilliant yeah. content for my viewers, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's great. And I, I like, exactly, as for vegetarian, vegetarian, uh, vegetarianism Veg yeah. vegetarianism mm -hmm. excuse me for my yeah. pronunciation or veganism yeah veganism like, yeah it's uh, it really it really it does seem uh, um kind of step uh, step forward just towards that yeah uh -huh. you know this perfect uh, uh, idealization of a uh, human being yeah. if we talk about that mm -hmm. uh, yeah. along with that you know i think uh the idea of uh, 
you know, like, um, oh, to be honest, really, really, uh, like, uh, you've made me think, and uh, I guess something like, uh, it, I don't know, that's that just uh, comes to my mind is that being critical, being critical towards information. Mm -hmm. So I think people will be more critical towards processing and the uh, uh, filtering information they are given, they read, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we'll, they will be way more kind of, they, way, they will be way more better at it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, what else? Uh, I don't know, what, 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 what else have you got? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thought experiment, yeah, because you, yeah, you, it's, it's not something easy to do because yeah. you, you look at what you're doing and... Yeah, yeah, you're just, just you know, <laughs> reframing your like uh, habits. Exactly. Like yeah. Uh -huh. It requires you to like really step out. Of, uh huh. Uh huh. You, like, like, well, take am I doing right and, things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But yes, it's uh, something that uh, makes you know really the people think. And uh, but again, at the same time, as for this veganism and this uh, uh, kind of concept, there are a lot of people believing that. Again, why people? Uh, let, let, let's let's talk about that. Why can people stop eating meat? Because and why uh, veganism is better at it? it? Because it looks cruel. It looks, uh, as you said, like a savage thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you keep eating meat, but at the same time, if we've got these uh, kind of farm animals which are supposed to be eaten, no? Yeah, well, yeah. Like I mean, farm animals. You know, these like a uh, chicken. These, uh, I mean, now we can refer to this uh, food chain. Yeah, right? yeah, the food uh, chain. Yeah. Yes, uh -huh, yeah. And they, there are animals, whether we like it or not. You know, but they're like uh, they, they, they exist to be eaten. Yeah, like if if not by us, then they would be yeah. eaten by some other wild animal. Yeah. But mm. in this case, yeah, we can say like uh, by other animals, like by I don't know, uh, tigers, lions, and yeah. so on. But and, uh, we have, by being more intelligent, we. I guess some people think that we have some kind of responsibility because we have a we're in we're privileged enough to be more um, more intelligent than okay, other but it's quite wild abstract animals. thing like to be more you know like a privileged to be more <laughs> responsible and so on, yeah. because uh, food I mean meat itself right has a lot of uh, nutrients, nutrients you know, yeah, yeah uh -huh, like yeah. you know a lot of vitamins that we get eating meat, and uh, and also I think people maybe. Uh, again, let, let, let's consider that point. The people might keep eating meat, but they won't be interested. It won't be common to fry meat, for example, because it's quite uh, unhealthy in you know, a way of method of, of cooking or something. But it sure is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, sure I'm is just tasty. you know thinking aloud. Let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, because I guess yeah, the fundamental question is like. Can we do without meat or not? Yeah, like. I think we can. At the moment, we can't because our life is full of, uh, you know, we need these nutrients, we need these vitamins that we get from meat. And uh, particularly if you do sport, you know, it's something that you can't live without. Oh, like you, especially if you do sport, yeah. Yeah. Although yeah, I don't know about, I mean, athletes. like, for example, there's soy-based meat substitutes that, um, that are kind of, well, I mean, they're still in, they're still in quite, there's, they're still in development phase, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it is. yeah, it yeah. Is still there. Uh -huh. Plus, it's pretty expensive, yeah, to have a selective um, vegetarian diet. Yeah, like it's it's currently not not cheap. Yeah, being a vegetarian. Yeah, it is. Mm 
Or maybe the, like there's a third point. We might have some animals that again our like this collective mind will consider to be it will will accept like collectively like chicken and stuff. But the animals I don't know like horses like cows and you know uh, maybe other animals that might be used in a in a different way. We might consider like oh not it's no longer uh, okay to eat them. You know yeah. Just because uh, it might be about our uh, consolation, can I say that we might we might be more empathetic towards these uh, animals? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, uh huh. And yeah. Uh, let them leave, but do something instead of just I don't know, yeah, chewing chewing <laughs> grass and being killed. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, now I've just uh, realized that it has nothing to do with our starting point. <laughs> Masculinity. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, it uh, yeah. You know, 22, 10. And now you need to... Right? Mm -hmm. oh, no, we've got just... Um, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, I can... Yeah, I can... Uh, yeah, I can go in for 10, for 10 more minutes or so. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. fine. You know, let me just... Uh, yeah, dear listeners, that's been a conversation with Kateta. We talked about uh, stuff that, that Kateta at least, and the am as well... Uh, concerned, not even concerned, yeah, concerned about slightly, I think. Yeah, you've been thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, stuff that's been on our minds, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think you've enjoyed that listening, but because now I'd like to introduce kind of a new way, I haven't told you that yet about that, I'd like to have kind of a uh, mumble educative thing, uh, where we're gonna, you know, like discuss phrases, collocations that might be useful for our listeners, because they listen not just only even having fun, but also just improve their vocabulary. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah.